Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Underground Podcast. Um, how's everybody doing? Um, I'm so um, glad to be back on today's episode because today is very special. Today is World Mental Health Day. I came to realize this about like two weeks ago uh, when I added this special title onto my list of topics that I wanted to talk about in season three. So I really kind of was like kind of new to what today actually means. I don't know if it's celebrated or I really truly think like it's just bringing awareness and educate. Hopefully today is also educating like platforms that also talk about mental health um, is educating to other people who are unfamiliarized with like certain mental illnesses or whatever the case may be um, to fully be aware of it or see any signs or symptoms that you know that you know either they've experienced or if they've seen other people experience something that can open a room to really talk about it and knowing a place of how people can heal from it so um yeah, I just thought that this, what better yet to drop this type of, um, drop, um, an ap- episode relating towards, uh, mental health than to talk about certain things that, you know, in a general broad, in a general broad area of what mental health can actually is an everyday thing it's not just a day thing it's an everyday thing it's a journey um just like there's a healing journey there's layers to um um, mental health that for us people and that i like in this um new era of generation that we are starting now to speak up and have a voice and have an opinion and advocate for ourselves or advocate on things that we don't believe in or we don't understand. And it's just a space where, you know, a lot of people nowadays are starting to talk about things that we couldn't have the opportunity to talk about or we felt ashamed or we felt like it shouldn't be talked about. It should only be kept or be ignored or suppressed or anything like that. And specifically in black communities, too, I really love that. Um the black community now is really bringing so much awareness to seeking help, talking about things that, you know, we once grew up with. And now we're kind of unlearning those things to know that how it's played a major role and affected us as a whole, that we now want to see better. We want to grow better. We want to change the dynamic and the trajectory of seeing more healthier conversations, seeing how we can get through something through problems and solution wise and just kind of develop ourselves as a whole like you know we never stop growing anytime an opportunity for us to wake up every single day is another day to make a change to make a difference in our lives and to also encourage other people so um yeah like without further ado let's just kind of get into this episode because this has been taking me so many times to create this because I've been kind of nervous and I've also just been feeling so discouraged about it but um I wanted to deliver this message as best way as in the best way form as possible um but let's start off with the quote of the episode which is life is happening for you and not to you um i don't know where this originated from or who was the author who actually came out and said this but i've noticed that it's been paraphrased in so many ways that um i think that you know it's probably like a general quote so i thought this will basically be very much so in alignment with what we will be talking about today And as you guys can see from the title, The Quiet Sufferers, um, this was actually added on to my topics of what I wanted to talk about in season three, as I said earlier. And um, basically this came about, which I have to give credit to, is to Shia LaBeouf, the actor. And he was basically talking about um, in his latest interview um, that, you know, he was overcoming like addiction and all this kind of stuff. He was just going on and on. And um as I was listening, I was listening to like, you know, him showing his life lessons, sharing his wisdom and everything else. And then he kind of just said one phrase that kind of hit a light bulb in my head where he was like, I looked up to people who are quiet sufferers. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. And I was like, oh, okay, that's, that's pretty interesting. So I just wrote it down and then I let it sit. And then I was like, is there any, and then my next question to myself was like, is there anything this month that is kind of 
in regards to mental health. And um, I literally just kind of saw it. I just kind of thought about it and I searched it up and I was like, oh, World, World Mental Health Day is coming up. So I was like, OK, that's cool. We can drop it on the 10th and we can drop this this title on the 10th i just i just saw that like we're just going to drop this title i didn't have no notes no nothing on how i can go in depth about it um so that's also why you guys didn't get an episode last week is because due to the fact that i also had a crazy week i was attending my undergrad homecoming i got an opportunity to see my friends after my college friends after two years and then my other friends who was celebrating her birthday so it was a crazy hectic week and um i'm I'm still just so grateful to be was able to be in the space of just being able to be fully present with my friends but uh yeah so just kind of following up with that it was just more so i couldn't i really had no time in betweens to like really sit down and just have a general like just kind of fully focus on what I could deliver could be the best message for you guys for this for uh on this podcast and um when I decided like okay we're gonna drop this I just didn't have no kind of notes I was thinking about it in the back of my head I had so many routes I could have taken but something wasn't significantly speaking to me until this previous Sunday I went to church and um the pastor that normally preaches on the first and third sunday he's the lead pastor like i don't know what's the top pastor that they call like you know how churches they have like uh they have a creative pastor and all this type of stuff church has changed so much nowadays where it's not only just one pastor there's multiple pastors and the pastor that's mainly common he teaches he uh, preaches on the first and third and luckily he preached on the second and I was like oh this is pretty interesting and I was just like okay so I'm ready to learn what's like what's the message today you know how pastors be like oh well you know this message is going to change you guys's life and all this type of stuff if you guys get this message so as he was starting to preach and everything else he brought up a story in the bible where he was referenced to a woman that had suffered for 12 years due to bleeding and she gave birth and from the i think from the story itself is like she gave birth from what i remember she gave birth and um from the time that she gave birth 12 years she was suffering from just horrifically bleeding and if you're a woman you know like them when mother nature hits every month it ain't it ain't always the sweetest thing like it's not it's not a glide through the street it's really like yo every day is like i'm ready for this thing to be over so for somebody to experience that 12 years that's a lot of that's a lot of pain and discomfort and he was just going on and saying like you know he um she went through every possible option and everything was kind of a fail for her so you know jesus at the time like people not trying to believe that he's He's a man that is made of miracles. He's a man that is here to, like, save the world and bring the world together and to believe him, uh, to to believe his father. So um, in chapter, you got to read chapter four and chapter five because they kind of mirror towards each other where Jesus and his disciples were, like, on the boat and everything else. Jesus was sleeping and basically, like, there was a storm coming. He was just chilling everybody else around him was bugging out like everybody else was like yo like we gonna die everything's going like you know all this type of stuff and jesus and like somebody one of the disciples woke him up was like jesus yo you don't see the storm coming like what we about to do like why are you just chilling and he was like oh my gosh i gotta help these people so he was just like he just looked he just like basically i just kind of feel like the way i interpret this this whole scenario was like i feel like jesus put just put his hand out i was like peace be still and the river just went like like it just immediately just kind of went smooth like you can now see the ocean like like going overseeing the ocean as far as possible so when the disciples went out to town and was like yo like jesus like literally like just calm down the storm and everything else and everybody was like oh word like where is he like so as he's stepping into town everybody's like howling around him and now we're in chapter five and everybody's like kind of like 
kind of going up to him like yo jesus like i got this little issue that i need you to handle like can you do that like can you help me with that and is and you know jesus is like yeah 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 i got you but this woman in the midst of her pain and in the midst of her struggle knowing that jesus was in town and everything else he she basically went through this crowd went through this crowd and touched the robe touched the robe and she got healed and as soon as she got healed jesus felt a power lifted off of him and was like yo who touched me like looking around who touched me and obviously like the girl was like oh dang what did i just do so she went to her knee she went to um she just bowed before him and was like basically bowed before him and jesus was like you know like basically you're healed like you peace be with you you're healed and to me, it was kind of like one of those things like, you know, sometimes we want something like that in our lives when we are mentally suffering through something, but it doesn't come at our own time. Like this woman suffered for 12 years, but for us, we are could be in a season right now that we are suffering that makes it feel like we're going to suffer like this for the rest of our lives. And we don't see a better outcome because we are continuously living and like literally consistently reminding ourselves of what we're struggling with and we're becoming so overwhelmed with it that we're projecting a lot upon us that is making us feel like there's this knot inside of us that we're continuously suffering and we don't know how to get out we don't know how to speak about it we don't know how to um really really vocalize it um, it also brings me back, like, you know, when I was thinking about this story, is like, you know, how this generation has changed now. Back then, and especially, I can only speak for African culture. African culture, um, it's a very much so, I would say, in a way, very passive and assertive. We don't react. I would say it's it's not a positive reaction when things go wrong. It's more so pride and ego and more of... I would say in certain situations, there is a selfishness in it where you're only thinking about yourself and it may not to them. It may seem like it's not that way, but you can actually see from like the plot or the story or the circumstance itself that it, it, it stems from that way. But it's too afraid to admit it. And I think about situations like especially in African culture where we suffer a lot inside uh a lot in silence we suffer a lot with our mental state of being because we have this expectation um we stem from patterns of how our parents what they had in their toolbox now passed on to their children and now their children's children and everything else like it's just a generation of a lot of suffering that's been passed on so I was just kind of thinking about in the mental headspace of that and knowing like, you know, me being young and I was, you know, me being an African child and everything else. There's there's certain certain circumstances where I truly, you know, suffered in. And it's not to say like, you know, my parents and everything else, like, you know, whatever the case may be, it's not like that. It's more so of like in a way that, you know, the expectations of what they had in their toolbox that's passed down to me was like how better yet can I prove myself to be accepted and validated in their eyes the best way as possible but to me it was not so much of a given standpoint it's like anything I felt like it was a battlefield of anything that I felt like I was doing wrong or if I got in trouble, even if it was to teach me a lesson or anything else, I was super hard on myself because the expectations for me felt like it was so high that I had to prove myself to be accepted and be validated. But inside, I was suffering. I felt like I was giving so much power off to everybody, but I didn't have the power for myself. And it's just like when the power is lifted off of you, just like when Jesus left the power, when a woman touched her, it was like, wait a minute who in the world did I just give my power to who in the world did I just give it to and did I give it to the right person did I did I just did I just give myself off did I give it to you and as this woman has given her as in, as described in the bible you know as the woman was giving off her power off to doctors to probably holistic people or anybody else to help her cure this it was like everybody was an epic fail 
and I'm not to say like you know in real life like everybody's an epic fail like your family members or anybody or your friends or anything like that it's just like I truly believe like you know even in the midst of our own suffering everybody else around us in some form or way could be suffering or still lacking from an area that they still haven't unlearned from or they haven't touched because that's something that is too triggering for them and in the keywords that I put into suffering was like that that came up to mind even though like you know suffering has a way of hurt misery and everything else I was like you know suffering is also a battle suffering is something where it's like I feel you can feel like you're at the bottom of the sea and you got to fight all you you got to fight your way all the way up to get that to be at surface level to receive the air and everything else. So it's a battle to kind of conquer through all the things that you have suppressed to to um to conquer all the things that you feel as though like have knocked you down to really find your worth, find your value within you and who you are in order for you to surpass it and also face the demons of what it is that is hindering your growth to be able to come above sea level. I hope that makes sense. And in a given matter of this happening, it's a choice. And I truly feel like we can choose to stay underneath ground and suffer, or we can actually face the situation, we can actually deal with it, and actually be able to overcome it. And it's a daily it's a daily effort of work. It's a daily effort of making the decision. Just like you're making a decision if you're going to make your bed or you're not going to make your bed. You're going to take a shower. You're not going to take a shower. You're going to go to work or you're not going to go work. Everything is a choice. And I just look at like people in the Bible that is so relatable. I look at, you know, how, why I came up with this title, um, Shia LaBeouf, that um, suffering is really a choice. You can choose to suffer in the identity that the world has basically influenced you to be or you can truly make a choice to find your identity or seek within yourself to find the identity that God has placed you on this earth to be and it you're not always going to be the same you're going to constantly be evolving as a person and you know there's sometimes where you're gonna have to take a layer of yourself that you thought you once were to become the best version of yourself it's like that in-between factor who you were and what you were becoming and for me um to to come on up to come about this I was like you know a lot of people are not very confident enough to talk about this in person a lot of people are not very confident enough to talk about this on a platform like this or even yet so on Instagram because you have outside influences and outside opinions that you probably are like, yes, this is probably could help somebody, but I'm not, I may not be ready for the next, I may not be ready for their opinions. I may not be ready for, um, for what is yet to come. And it's just like a building block where you have to build yourself up to be able to acknowledge what you can, what you are able to do and what you're able to still learn to be able to do if that makes sense like some of us we feel like you know we can do it and we're confident enough and everything else which I feel like yeah do it like you know I I'm a big risk taker so I'm like yeah do go ahead and do it um but some of us we kind of tend to lack on like okay maybe I need to like build myself up in order for me to be capable of doing the things that is necessary for me to become better for me to be to become whole and um in this case I was just like you know as we kind of are growing up and for me I'm about to be <laughs> I'm about to be 25 soon and I think I've said it in like trusting the process or something like that you know I'm starting to see a lot of things a lot more clear and what I truly want and what I'm truly ready to step away from and it's teaching me a lot. It's teaching me a lot in this in this season where it's just kind of felt like, you know, around me, I feel like a layer is being peeled off. I feel like a part of me is feeling like I feel as though like I'm stepping into my inner child and I'm facing the trauma and triggering points that affect me in my decision making in 
you know, my mental state in, in areas that, you know, I truly worked hard to be in. Like, I'm truly navigating that. And it feels like, you know, I, I felt like, you know, I, want, I felt like the little girl in me where um, when I was very young and stuff like that and I would get in trouble or something like that or I felt like I was just having a day or so. Um, I had a room and my room had also a closet where it leads up to the attic. So I remember like those days where I was just having those... I remember those days where I would just like be in the dark and I would just like just sit in my closet and just kind of just let my emotions just kind of weigh over, weigh over me and make my emotions make me feel this is who I am. And I kind of see that little girl in me and um, the pastor says something very significant that really kind of like kind of spotlight to me and it's it's going to get into it where it was like the girl in you has to die in order for the woman to be healed and all I could think about in that area was like that the woman in me is suffering because the girl has yet has still been living through me through the past experience that I faced with now I'm scared now I'm thinking about you know the anxiety that comes with it or you know just the mental state of being of me like just the mental state of being me and waking up and seeing me and being me and you know, walking in me and seeing other people who view me seeing people who call me and everything else like I just I just saw that so like when I sat on it and I thought about it and everything else I had a dream I had a dream and the dream was like eat there was it was just going through it's like a slideshow it was going through each event it's like I was seeing it for eye to eye and it was like I was just like literally seen on a screen and I was going through each event of events that are triggering events that kind of brought up or started the trauma or kind of stem from why I think the way I think why I'm afraid and everything else. So I woke up and I was like, yo, we got to write this out because this in me is like really it's 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 really kind of like affecting my like energy right now and I have some other stuff that I need to do in order for me to like function. So, I wrote it out and everything else and um I wrote everything that I felt out and what was triggering and everything else and then towards the end I was like, "You know what? I'm going to make a list and I'm going to burn it." That's all I did. I I made a list. <laughs> I was like, "Let's just make a list as much as we can remember and just kind of burn it." And I wrote like six or seven things and at seven I was like, "Yo, I'm done." <laughs> I'm done. And this is a, this is the capacity that I can feel right as of right now because I can just see that in the midst of my journey I feel as though the little girl has been suffering because I have not yet like kind of mirrored her and I kind of not faced that because I've kind of ran away from it because I kind of felt like uh, that's something I just don't want to relive again. That's something that I just don't want to see again. That's something I just don't want to kind of go through, walk through those emotions again. And, you know, this is when this is also a message like this is a disclaimer too. like I ain't no therapist or anything else. Like this is not a therapist even talking to me about it. This was like me like this is something that happened to me. And I'm not, I'm not professional at all. It's like, this was like literally like my own process of thinking. Um, and for some odd reason, in the midst of me writing this list and everything else, I don't know what felt so freeing, but also gave me so much room of grace because I just remember the little girl in the closet, <laughs> in a dark room closet, was crying, shedding, being so hard on herself and everything else, where... Um, when I was writing that list, it felt like I gave myself so much grace. It felt like I was like right there next to her, like really being kind to her and knowing that you got so much room and so much growth, so much love is right here in front of you 
there's so you are beautiful you are confident you you can you are capable of doing anything you have a voice you better use it like there was so the woman in me was like you know kind of I would say cuddling her but also making her feel that there is room for improvement there is room for growth this is not the end all story for you you shouldn't believe that once somebody says something about you just run with it and believe it you need to know who you are in you and you know as a little kid you're still you're still around your environment where people are telling you who you are you're still like learning from people who are teaching you um before you become an adult and you're going through stages in your life where you're still learning as a child so it's like you don't know but so much when you're little you think you do but you don't until you get older and then when your parents tell you like okay wait till you get older or wait wait until you get a kid and everything else then you're just like oh this makes sense now so now that I am older and now that I am you know trying to develop and grow as a human being and just kind of seeing the just becoming that's what I would say becoming I literally was seeing like you know my my eras of where I suffered my areas of where I felt ashamed my areas of where I was feeling hurt my areas of making poor and bad decision my areas of making me feel like you know I wasn't incapable of nothing and I just kind of felt like that's at the bottom of the sea where I was layering all these things and I was completely suffering it was like I was in that storm where Jesus was like be still I was like I felt like I was in that like my storm looked like that and I was bugging out and I was freaking out and I didn't know when it was going to be over and you know that takes a peak of like when anxiety starts to hit when depression starts to hit and everything else it's like a storm that is wavering over you that you're just like how do I get out of this? Like, how do I really, how do I really weather through this storm? And if you haven't listened to Grace and Flowers and everything else, I highly suggest you should like listen to that um, because I didn't know how it was going to mirror to this conversation. But I really am a big person now where it's like I give myself grace, grace 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 like let my grace overflow over me let's god's grace overflow over me even when i feel like i do not deserve it even if i feel like i did something wrong i let my grace fall over me and i choose every day not to suffer because i'm gonna let my grace overflow i'm gonna go to who i believe my source is or i'm gonna go to who i believe who i entrust with um who can handle my situation or who can handle the information that i give to be able to help me to see that to see you know there there there's better for me there's better coming there's a blessing coming um i look at people who suffered and still praise and worship god like job um job who lost everything lost everything suffered so much suffered so much through it all and the first thing he did whenever like it was the last bit of like suffering he basically praised God like he basically praised God and I was just like honestly Job is a good one because for me me and God would be seeing eye to eye face to face because the way I be going through these emotions and stuff like that I just want this pain to really go away I want this pain to stop right here like I don't want it to go but then I think about Job who we don't even know how long he suffered but he suffered for so long but he still kept the faith he still was surrounded by people who reminded him of who he is and reminded him of who reminded him of who God is in their lives and then he also had his environment you know his wife bro his wife was tripping honestly his wife was really really tripping like to be honest Job was really faithful to God because he because the fact that his wife, like, y'all got to read the story. I'm just going to say, y'all just got to read the story. Another person that um, I was thinking about when I was writing my show notes was Hannah. So, I cannot say his name. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to butcher it. But y'all got to read um, the book of, I think it was Samuel. Yeah, the book of Samuel. I, yeah, Samuel 2 or Samuel 1. Uh, anyways, <laughs> it's one of those books. Um, Hannah... She could not, Hannah was waiting to conceive a child. Now, Hannah was married to somebody in the Bible, 
um i forgot his name dang i really forgot his name i either i forgot his name or i know his name but i cannot say because i'm gonna butcher it um he the guy was married to two wives one was pania i believe and the other one was hannah i just remember hannah because that's easy to say hannah so the other woman that he was married to had kids and hannah didn't and hannah was like so longing for to have somebody like to having a kid and everything else so she basically worshiped god she praised god and everything else and she waited in her waiting season to conceive and everything else while you know the other wife was tripping the other wife was trying to make fun of her like you can't have a kid this the nine the third da 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 but meanwhile like you know she 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 still like gave grace and gave grace also knew that god's grace was very much so abundantly and he she knew that god was going to bless her some way somehow she was going to get blessed where you know she ended up having a kid and everything else so i just think of stories like that where you know suffering is definitely a part of life and i don't think like suffering should be looked at as like a negative uh word because sometimes i think like we have to suffer to peel off that layer that is either our pride and our ego of ourself that we have to go through it to become the best version of ourselves when we do receive the blessing, when this blessing does come and overflow. Sometimes, you know, like this season, now as seasons are starting to shift, we're going into fall from summer into fall, the, the nights are coming a little bit more earlier, like six o'clock is starting to get darker. And, you know, the moods are starting to shift and things are starting to become a lot more hectic and darker days are coming. And it just kind of feels like a mood swing of everything else. It's where it's like, you know, we got to keep the faith going. And this is the moment in time where like anxiety takes a peak, depression takes a peak, holidays are starting to come, um, bills are starting to stack up and everything else. And you kind of feel like mentally drained. You feel mentally overwhelmed. You feel mentally like you can't do it. And, you know, you got other people who are trying to stay positive and trying to say like it's three months. What you're going to do? That expectation is over also overflowing in your head. Like, yo, I got three months or I'm going to wait till New Year's and everything else um, to be uh to start over or whatever the case may be but I really feel like every day is a choice like you got a choice to make um the to make things a little bit lighter in your life to make things a little bit better and everything else you you don't have to suffer like I don't think also in the bible people chose to suffer they didn't want it just like for us like when people who struggle with the mental illnesses or people who struggle with their mental health we don't want it. We want peace over anything, but it's just the the steps and the right tools that are being given for how to get to that place is where requires for us to do the work. Requires for us to kind of take ourselves out of this natural norm. Like for me, I know that like in my suffering days, I did what was normal. That was to sit in the dark where I could have seeked for help like for help where it's like I'm struggling in this area I could have seek to the right people or right family member to talk to me and I just can openly tell them like I don't know what to say but this is how I'm feeling and they're able to pour into me the necessary things that I need and not what I want and be able to either just sit myself in silence like just sit in silence and be like I just want to show you that even if I don't know what to say, even if you don't know what to say, I can sit here in, in science and emotionally support you. So it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, taking the right steps into a new toolbox, like creating a new toolbox than what is already or, originally been formed for us. Because we grow up with the toolbox that was given from our fam, from our parents, then from their parents and everything else. So necessarily, when we get older, now we have to create our own new tools, like the, the materials that can help us to grow into, I would, I would say becoming better, but also being the best versions of ourselves. Like, because if we were brought onto this earth, we are not, like I would say again, and I think I said it in the previous episode and also in Trust the Process, but you are not a mistake to be here on this earth. Like, you are not a mistake. I said this in Trust the Process. Like, you are not a mistake. You are meant to be in this world some way, somehow. So, for, for you, you got to make the best out of it. You have to make a decision every day to make the best out of it and fulfill the purpose that God has you on this earth for. And... You got to choose not to really let society tell you what 
who put a label on what you have and what you don't have like reframe your mind from what like what the outside world is teaching you and actually tap into yourself actually tap into your like soul and go deep you know it's going to feel uncomfortable it's going to feel like a battle but coming out of that battle you're going to feel victorious because you're actually able to face now anything that's thrown at you even in a better way because you face the things the demons that you have been battling with that you have taken on for so many years that you've lifted off your shoulder now you're able to take on new battles and deal them with a better light and look at it in a different perspective and a different um decision making so i wanted to like kind of go in um into like how to overcome it because i can go on and talk about how suffering can it's 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 a very much so two-way street there's so many streets that this like topic can go into and I wanted to narrow it down to like how to overcome it and I think one of the first things that I've spoken as I've spoken before is reframing the way we use we we speak and to see it and believe it I think um one of the things that I'm learning that I've learned from um watching a YouTube podcast was reframing the way I see anxiety because um, what she said one time was like, I think she said like, anxiety is lying to you. You are not your experience. Feelings are indicators of something deep and that's relating towards your anxiety and everything else. And also to um, look at anxiety as your child and talk to your inner child like a child. Like the way you talk to your inner child, you should talk to anxiety like your child. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. So when I I'm learning how to look anxiety in the eye whenever I'm afraid, whenever I feel like I'm incapable, whenever I feel like I'm about to be on this podcast and I have to speak to y'all and I don't know if I'm going to say the right things or the wrong things or if I'm going to stay aligned with what I'm talking about. I look at it in the in the eye and talk to it as like, you know what, you show up and do the best thing that you can. And if I have to take a minute to take a step back, if I have to do it so many times, as long as I don't give up and I'm still being capable enough to be like, yo, you got this in the bag, like kill it, do what you got to do. So I'm reframing the way I speak because there's power in the tongues. I don't know if y'all believe that, but for me, I'm learning like it's really hard for me too, but like I'm learning that there's really power in the tongues. Like you got to watch what you speak on certain things like I'm still in this learning process of learning how I speak towards things or when I should say something and when I shouldn't say something. Cause sometimes I used to say stuff and I'm like, yo, why did I say that? Or mm, then I hear other people's opinions and I'm like, Oh, I should never, or maybe I shouldn't like just all these things. And I was, I was like, you got to reframe what you speak. The second thing is find someone professional or you can trust to talk to, and we'll be able to give you the advice that you need to hear. Even when you don't like it, I, I am very, 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 very fortunate and lucky enough to be around people, especially like my tribal friends, who tell me what I need to hear and not what I want to hear. Like, I have one, I have a couple of honest friends, but I have one friend that um, we've been friends for like about a year or so. And one thing about him, one thing about this person is like, I don't even know how to describe it, but, like, the honesty in it and the nonchalant is, like, yo, um, it's not what I want to hear, but it's what I need to hear. And it also has to, it also helps me to re and, like, recheck my emotions as well to make sure that, you know, even if this, some, some people deliver messages in the best form at the degree that they feel you can either understand it or the best way that they can deliver it. So for me, I've always had to be very mindful from when I go to people with advice is more so like express to them how I feel and their state of level and also ask them if they're in the mental capacity to re to receive this message and be able to either sit on the phone and give me emotional support in silence or, you know, probably deliver advice that I never thought I needed but I needed so um you know it's just important to find people that you trust and also if you can't do that find someone professional um one thing that I would say like I said earlier this generation itself we are we are developing so many like 
resources for people to receive the help that is needed. And I am so happy to see that, you know, black communities and um, communities everywhere are like, yo, you need help? Text this number text this person talk to this person oh you don't have financial help to get therapy all right let's do financial assistance like all these resources so if you don't have nobody to talk to in around there's hotlines and everything else like take advantage of these resources like seek help when needed to be don't stay in your suffering because i like i said suffering is a choice so you have the decision to take those initial steps and you know it's easier said than done but I will say, like, look at it as this. Would you rather be, like Nipsey Hussle said, like, I think he, he, he heard it somewhere. Would you rather be at war with yourself and at peace with the world or at peace with yourself and at war with the world? Like, I choose, like, sometimes when I think that I'm super overwhelmed and I think that, you know, there's something in me that I am not feeling like I'm not at peace with it. It has to, like, I really have to, like, really kind of sit with it and sit with my emotions and really, like, be like, yo, if I can't, if I don't know how to deal with it, then I got to find someone who can help me understand it. Like, actually need of help because I'm not used to going for help, but now I ask for help because I want better. I'm making a choice, like, I don't want to suffer. I want to sit with, like, I might have to sit with this person to deal with it but I choose to make the initial right steps to it so find somebody who find somebody professional there's a lot of resources out there google is free y'all so use that to the highest degree another thing is train your mind um I know one of my best friends came up with this uh a while back and uh, my best friend actually told me this because I was struggling one of the things for me is like you know, when my mind starts to flow, it goes like <laughs> it starts going, it starts going, it starts going. One time I just let my mind started flowing and started flowing and started flowing and started flowing. And I realized how entirely my mind was negative. I realized like, you know, I didn't like sitting in uncomfortability or, you know, the environment that I was in. I was sitting in the dark and everything else when I'm like, you know, you need to go to the sunlight. You need to go to the gym or you need to train your mind to seek hope, to seek faith, to still see faith in trials and tribulations, just like Job did. Job still worshiped God in the midst of his struggle, in the midst of his suffering, in the midst of his pain and everything else. I see Hannah still wanted to have a child in the midst of other people having babies around her and everything else, but she still trained her mind to believe in God that, you know, God, I'm still expecting a blessing. I'm still expecting this and the third. So it's like reprogramming your mind, changing your environment and knowing that, you know, also things that you and also not knowing, but also things that you consume, too. I think a big part of it is like. Our body tells us everything that we need to know about ourselves if we truly listen to it. And honestly, things that we consume plays a huge role. Like scrolling on social media, things that we eat. If we're not eating healthy enough and everything else, it sits in our gut. And that plays a big part in our emotions and everything else. And that's something um, this person also said too. Then I was like, yeah, like when you eat healthy, you feel much lighter. You feel much positive. Your vibrations increase. Where when you eat like McDonald's or Wendy's and everything else, all this fast food, even though it can be good at times, it's just like in a way you you sit it sits in you just like how your emotion sits in you that food and that processed fried food sits in you so what you consume and what you eat and everything else plays a really big part in your mental health and state of being so it's so important to consume um to do everything in moderation like okay i can get on social media at this time but at this time i gotta get off of social media or i have to eat um vegetables more i have to eat more things that are healthy for me so that you know i can still have energy so i can still be at a peak just consume the right things and it goes into the next one um i definitely want to do a separate this is another episode like y'all like some of the episodes kind of like kind of flow within each other soul care and pouring into your daily cup so i know everybody's big on like self-care and everything else which i am big on too but one of the biggest things that I've developed throughout the last 
maybe three to four months is no I think it's three <laughs> look at me thinking about my dates um soul care I truly believe feeding the soul what it needs like if you need a break from something if you need to go away or anything like that like for me one of the biggest things that I've started learning how to do is take self-care trips like soul care I call it soul care trips because sometimes I need a place to just breathe Go to something that makes me happy and just breathe and journal and write it out. Eat my favorite foods and just be still. Just be still. Like literally just indulge and just be still into just being more present, being more aware and just letting my soul flow out. Like feeding my soul what it needs, whether it's gospel music, whether I need the instrumental, whether I need to meditate, uh, reading the Bible more and everything else. Those are the things that are feeding my soul a lot more than anything like when I feed my soul that I feel like my vibration is able to like it's just like I just kind of feel like my cup is like pouring and overflowing and it just feels so amazing so I would say like you know consuming things that feed your soul just like in the previous uh, point is like training your mind and things that and what moderation of things that you consume is pouring into your soul like Take care of your soul because your soul really is something that I feel like some people we neglect. Yes, we can do spas. We can get our nails done. Everything, all of this stuff makes us feel so, so good about ourselves. But also in the way, how are we pouring into ourselves? Like deep down, how are we truly pouring into ourselves for us to feel good about ourselves? Like the inside and the out. Like let's focus on the inside more and then also focus on the outside like let's just kind of mirror put those two together so um I'll definitely um I definitely have an app an episode that I want to basically talk about this even more in depth and another thing is like give yourself grace and forgiveness um I think that like you know and I think I'll repeatedly say this because repetition is key consistency um give yourself some grace like Life is hard and and like, you know, we're super hard on ourselves because we're dealing with things and unpacking things from past traumas and everything else. Give yourself some grace. Like, and I'm speaking this for myself because I'm super hard on myself. Like, I want things to go the way I imagined it and I pictured it. And I'm just like, yo, like, you got to chill. You only one body, <laughs> one body, one soul. <laughs> okay. You got to give yourself room to breathe and be okay with that just be still like just be still and um one thing the pastor said that was really 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 interesting that um he's that he said like that was like really kind of like interesting that kind of brings it up as I'm talking about this he was like God Tell God to talk to the circumstance and not you. I think sometimes we're just like, God, talk to me about this. How do I do with this and the third? Like, God, how should I deal with this? Like, talk to the circumstance. How do you want me to respond in this? Like, how how can I do this? And I'm still trying to process it and understand what he meant by that. But I'm just like, it kind of speaks to this right now. It's like, forgive, give yourself grace and forgiveness. It's like... You know, in circumstances and everything else, you got to trust God to be the answers. You can you can have so many questions. You can have so many things of why people are the way they are. You could be suffering on why things are the way they are and why things are not moving for you. You can have so many questions. And that's one thing I'm getting comfortable with is giving God all of my questions and now understanding like, yo, God will not answer all of them. But I'm just trusting God to be the answer because it's going to glorify him. And it's not me. Like I said, like I'm not on this earth to, it's not about me to be on this. It's not about me on this earth. Like I'm really here on an assignment to fulfill everything that God has for me. And that's facts. <laughs> so, um, yeah, give yourself grace and forgiveness. Forgiveness is not about, it's not about others. It's about you. And that's another thing. Like, um, it's about you that, forgiveness is about it's not about other people so put your pride to the side and forgive forgive every single day like that's something my my mom last year around this time told me she was like you gotta forgive like you gotta learn how to forgive I forgiveness is not about it's not about everybody else it's about you 
you know, don't block your don't block your blessings because you still got that pride in you. You got to forgive and let go. Um, then another thing is the last thing I would say, start and continue a positive and simple routine that will keep you consistent and disciplined in this season. Y'all, this is <laughs> almost the end of the show notes in this season as hectic as as times is shifting as as things are starting to basically we're basically going to a new system we're going into a new season not a system a season it is important for me to um to have a routine make it simple i promise you once you make it simple everything kind of falls into place make it simple but it's important to be consistent and disciplined in it because it's going to help with your mental health and I say this because it has helped me. I've done, I'm doing the necessary steps and it has helped me with my mental health. It makes me feel like, you know, even days like today where I don't feel accomplished enough, I'm like, there's room for me to still get some stuff done or still do the best I can to whatever it is that I need to give off of myself. So create something that is a positive and simple routine. Um, I'm going to probably, I think I'm going to add this into soul care about like, routine wise and everything else but it's just I would say like y'all keep a simple routine because it's really helps a lot within your mental health and you know I repeatedly say again as times is shifting and things are starting to kind of move on move on up into the new year it's important to keep your mental health at a level state of being where you can actually breathe above sea level and not sink in so we're not trying to sink in even though we have trying to deal with stuff that are below the surface level let's still come out for air to still keep it at a float so that we're better able to function at work we're better able to um just kind of go through our daily our daily routines and daily like circum like daily tasks simple but um I'm going to end off this show notes by saying like suffering is a choice. You either choose to face the battle and come out victorious or you can continue to suffer in the next battle in a different form. It is your choice. And I would say this to end it off. You are not alone. You are not alone. If I got to say it five times, you are not alone. 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 Like you're not alone. Okay. Somebody is willing out there to hold your hand and help you through it. You just have to let go of self and really just take the necessary step. Like I'm making a choice today to not suffer any more longer and I'm going to get the help that is needed. Um, but yeah, I hope this podcast, I hope this episode inspired you as much as it did with me because it took me so much time to, to do this, but I'm glad I made it through the end of it. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one.